Tonight, just want to open up our hearts to the theme of this month. And then we'll pray very shortly and then we're, we're out of here. Amen. And the theme for the month is activating our priestly ministry of intercession. Activating our priestly ministry of intercession. Now, when you bring the word activate, it means that the thing has always been there. But you are stirring it up. It could be that it's been dormant. It's not been in use. And now you want to quicken it and now use it again. So, we have a priestly duty or a priestly ministry of intercession. And in this month of February, we are stirring up that ministry. And I pray that yours will be stirred up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's read our key scriptures. The first scripture is Revelation chapter 5 and verse number 10. Revelations 5 and 10. Revelations 5 and 10. And I would like us to read together. Are we ready to read? One, two, three, four, go. And have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign. Good. One more time. Alright, so when you look at the scripture, you want to go to the beginning and try to understand where is it coming from. Um, you all remember uh, the, the, the revelation of the scrolls. Amen. In verse number one it says, And I saw in the, in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is ready to open the scroll and to lose its seals. And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the lamb of the tribe of, of, of Judah, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to lose its seven seals. And I looked and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, in the midst of the elders stood the lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Verse 8 says, Now when he had taken the, the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals um, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and every tongue and every people and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on earth. Amen. So he's speaking about the redemptive work of the Lord through his son, Jesus Christ. All right. Colossians 1.13 talks about the fact that we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of what? Light. Amen. So it's not just only about an issue of being taken from somewhere to a place, but we've been also taken from somewhere to a place and also been given a certain ministry. 
Praise God. We were once slaves, but now we are made kings. We were once alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, but now we are made priests. We are far away from his presence, but he has made us priests. Those who stand before his presence and commune with the Father. People of God, by your redemptive package, it's not just an issue of you being um, redeemed from sin and then escaped from hell. Salvation is much more than escape from hell and entering to heaven. It's much more than that. Salvation is a reconciliation with God and then also being given an assignment of reconciliation. And this assignment of reconciliation is carried out by these two functions. Kingship and then priesthood. Praise the name of Jesus. The kingship talks about the display of power authority in the earth dimension. The priesthood talks about your standing before God. Now, the, the authority to exercise your kingship is in the power received from priesthood. So you have been made a priest and priest makes intercessions. They stand between the people and God and speak on the behalf of the people. All right. And then the king enacts what God has given by the priesthood. And these two have been placed into you and I as saints to reign on this earth with him. Praise God. Praise God. So our life as believers is much more than any other thing that we can consider when it comes to earthly matters. Our lives are more than that. Our lives are more than the cars we drive. They are more than the marriage we have. They are more than the children we have. They are more than the schools we go to. They are more than the business we have. Our life is replicating kingdom agenda, kingdom conclusions in the earth realm. Our life is simply replicating what you see in the book of Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 2. Verse 1 says that in the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Verse 2. And the spirit of God moved over the surface of the deep. And verse 3 said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And so people of God, our coming into Christ has brought us into a place where we are supposed to repair the earth. We are in a repairing business. We are in a restoration business. Hallelujah. And in this man, the Lord will use you to repair your society. The Lord will use you to repair your family. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have been brought into a place. He said he has made us. So we didn't. We, you, 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 you don't make yourself. That's it. And you do not work yourself into it. You have been made it. It's like being created as a man. Being created as a woman. You are, you're already it. Alright. But as a man you must activate your manhood. As a woman you must activate what? Your womanhood. That means live according to your creation. So we have been created. We have been made in this new covenant. We have been made as priests and kings unto our God. And we are meant to reign with him, not being reigns. When Jesus Christ said that you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Don't confuse the two. Don't quote it differently. You are the light of the world but the salt of the earth the believer has an influence on systems and even the natural physical earth when the church shall be raptured that is when everything you 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 will see what destruction looks like 
which I think uh, um, some few days ago I saw a video, uh, something that has been, I think it's been legalized already some, in some part of the United States, that you can, no, when a child is born, you can no longer determine the sex of the child. The child must grow and, and decide that I am a woman. So if he's a boy, he's I'm a woman, then you take him to the hospital, then it changes this thing. That's how far the world is coming to. There's a part of the U.S. where they've legalized who's having cocaine. You don't arrest, no. You can arrest other, but not cocaine. Cocaine is not legal. And let me tell you something. Anytime human beings rebel against God spiritually, the natural earth fights against human beings. I'm telling you. When Adam and Eve, and you've heard me say several times, when Adam and Eve rebelled against the word of God, everything that were made to rule over began to disturb them. And, and I, I, I've been told that in animal kingdom, you know, those animals that we, we, we feel that are, are you know, are ravenous, is, is not that they want to eat you. They are afraid of you. So the lion roaring and the snake, you know, what they call it is what? Hissing and all those other animals. They actually, it's a defense mechanism. Because the idea is that if you could, if you, man, you could rebel against God that made us. We have to be careful with you. So it goes to say that even a mosquito biting us is a defense mechanism. So the whole of the earth, that's what the Bible says that. Let's go to the book of Romans. Let's read something. There. Romans chapter number 8. In this month you will intercede and set things aright. In the name of Jesus. Because of you, some good news will happen in your family. In your community, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the industry where you are in, there shall be a change in that dimension. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise God! God is good. Now, when you read verse 8, let's read verse 18, verse 18 of Romans chapter 8, verse 18 of Romans chapter 8. For I consider that. The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the endless expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Give me amplified. For even the whole creation, all nature, waits expectantly and longs endlessly for God's sons to be made known. Waits for the revealing, the disclosing of their sonship. Why? Because when God's sons are revealed, they are also liberated. So even the animals are waiting for the rapture. They are waiting for the coming of Christ. Because that shall be the true revelation of the sons of God. When it happens, they also be delivered. Because they are not made to die. It's when man died, they started dying. John C. Maxwell says that leadership is the lead of any organization. An organization cannot grow beyond the quality of his leadership. So a leader, and that is why when Uzziah was still the king over the people of God, Isaiah never saw the Lord. But in the day that king was there, why? Because Uzziah went to do an assignment he was not called to do. He decided to burn incense when it's a work of the priest and the leprosy came upon him. As long as the head of the nation was leprous, and if you read Leviticus carefully, when somebody is a leper, he's unclean and must not come amongst men. Now here is the head of a nation unclean. It means that the entire nation 
The entire nation is blocked. So Isaiah never had an encounter in that dimension until the year that he said, the year that King Uzziah died, I, Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw the Lord. When the blockage was taken away, there was access to revelation. Are you there? And since man was created to be in charge of the earth realm, when man, when man began to die, everything he ruled began to die. Praise God. I am not sure the chicken was made to be eaten by man. But after the fall, we have to eat him. They are all groaning, waiting for the message of the sons of God. People of God, you are the light of the world and you are the salt of the earth. That is why it is quite strange when as a believer you can't keep your environment clean. Because by reason of where you stand, you must affect the ground itself. And it must affect the systems of the world. Now people of God, how do we affect the system of the world? In this case, it's by the kingship and the priesthood that we have been made. So the believer doesn't complain. The believer makes intercessions. The believer stands in the gap, in the secret place. And speaks over the nations of the earth. When he now comes out, he makes decrees. You don't make decree when you have not interceded. Decrees are laws. Laws are not made in the public. Laws are made in the private. And then they are now announced. So this month of February is a month of decrees. A statement, it becomes a law and must be obeyed. Ah. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ, we shall intercede and make decrees. So he has made us. We did not make ourselves. He has made us. You are a king and a priest. That's what you should know. That's what your definition is. You are a king and what? Say, I'm a king and a priest. Say, I'm a king and I'm a priest. That's what God has made me. Say, that's what God has made me. Say, Lord, I say, that's what God has made me. I'm a king and I'm a priest. This is who I am. I am made a king. I'm made a priest. Hallelujah. Kings and priests to reign and rule. Six, um, First Peter 2 verse 9. Give us that scripture. First Peter 2 and verse number 9. First Peter 2. You are, read together, read with me. Let's go, want to go. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. What a blessing. You have been made what? A royal, you see, kingship and priesthood in there. Within you, said about this one. You get the key to lose to since prayer life, but how long is it a person forgive somebody? Amen. Long to forgive prayer life. You intercept. No, you cannot bring some and hit the person. Can be possible. He's making this. This is a month of intercession. Intercessions. Gracious. Of joy. And how do you? How can we live? Study of the word. But the church. Hallelujah. Commit. Commit to a cause. Yeah. For that. Wait, wait.
Nazareth, this church, you and I be thinking right now. Oh, Rada Kapaya, Yakapaya, the big one day you're fasting for the man. Regeto, Regeto, oh God, oh God. When he stands here and says, Tomorrow you will have a breakthrough. When you say amen, it will happen exactly as he says. Activating our priestly ministry of intercession. What we can leave for our generation to come is prayer, intercession. Hallelujah. Praise God. You want your discernment to be sharpened. Be an intercessor. Amen. Be an intercessor. I pray God will give us understanding this night. In the name of Jesus, you will intercede. You will pray for others. You will stand the gap for others. You will decree on their behalf. The Lord will show you things about them. And you will know what to do for them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The man of God told me, he said, even giving is by divine leading. It's by divine leading. I was in the house when I got a call from one of my sons. And he said, I've been sent by this man of God that I should bring you something. Like I said, God told him this morning to package something and bring to you. I said, God told him about me. That should bring me something. I felt like, God, wow. So you can open a man of God's ears and tell him to bring me something. Wow, Father. I'm humbled. And when it came to some nice, nice dollars. Some, some good dollars. And I asked man of God next, next day, I said, sir, why do you do it? He said, God told me that my relationship with you is... is a prophetic relationship and I must make sure I lubricate it with giving. I said, man of God, you are teaching me things. He says, sir, you have no idea. And he mentioned his name in the letter. He says, so, so, and so, every so, so, and so needs a passage in his life. He said, God said, I should do that. If God can speak about you to somebody, they should bring you, hey, it feels some way, Pastor Stanley. So I, I, I sent him to myself. I said, you mean he said God? And he said before his church members. I said, wow. It's only a man that intercedes that can do that. I learned a lot that day. Our world needs intercessors than strategists. Our world needs what? Intercessors. I know one thing in my life I will not fail. Do you know why? Do you know why? What my father has given me is not money. He has given me intercession. He has prayed. And he keeps praying. What I can give Josiah is prayer. Do you understand me? Do you understand? Hallelujah. You are not married now. Intercede into your marriage. And you will not miss it. No younger fianga will come and cross you. If you pray... You have no idea. When you pray into your tomorrow, you leave tomorrow into today. By the time we get to tomorrow, tomorrow is already today. That's what intercession does. So we shall reign with him on this earth. Our rulership is in our intercession. Our rulership is in our priesthood. When we neglect priesthood, our kingship has no place. The strength of our kingship is in our priesthood. The Lord grant us grace. The Lord activate that grace in us. Rise to your feet.
Rise to your feet. What a blessing. What a blessing. Say with me in the name of Jesus. In this season, I will be an intercessor. Oh, I'll be an intercessor. Lift your voice and pray in the spirit. Wherever you are, pray in the spirit. 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 Oh. Lord, activate, activate my priestly ministry. Lord, 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 activate my priestly ministry. Never again will I give my voice unto that is not needful. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Oh. Yes, as a church in this month of February, the priestly ministry is activated. Is activated. Is activated. Is activated. Is activated. Is activated. We will stand in the guard. We will stand in the guard. And we shall decree the counsel of God. That thy will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. And whatever we shall bind on earth is already bound in heaven. We shall reconcile the axis of, of earth with that conclusions in heaven. Yes, we are ready with him through intercession. 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 Come on, Saint, pray. 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 Oh. Pray. 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 Hey, Jesus. Pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 
Ioma Sikole. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody shout a good amen there. In Acts chapter 12, we see an incident where Peter, the apostle of God, is arrested and put in jail. <laughs> Verse 5 says, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, verse 6 says, And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Guard yourself, tie your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment, follow me. So he went out and followed him and did not know that that, that, that was that, that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. I don't know he was seeing a dream. When they were past the first, the second guard post. They came to the iron gates that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street. And immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Ah, now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel. The sending of the angel to change the story of Peter was in the constant prayer of the church. Is it possible? That if the church had not prayed, he'd have still been killed by Herod. It's possible. And there are many destinies like Peter, beautiful destinies that have died before their time. Why? Because the church failed to pray. People of God, it is very costly when the church is not in intercession. Destinies are lost. A great man of God who had preached for the first time when the Holy Ghost came, 3,000 souls were won. A man of great power who opened the gates for the Gentiles would have died that night if the church had not constantly lifted him up in prayer. You know what? The church so prayed that even when he appeared, they, were not, they didn't believe it. <laughs> that should tell you how aggressive the prayer was. In this month of February, many that are locked up shall be set free in the name of Jesus Christ. Every destiny locked up. I wish your two hands were lifted up. Whatever destiny, whatever aspect of our lives locks up in this month of February that we are activating our priestly ministry of intercession, there shall be liberations everywhere. In the men are God's strategies, men of prayer. Men of prayer. If you see any church that exalts the word and prayer. That church can be small. I'm telling the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. See, offering ready. If you have your tithes, you can come forward. Let's receive the tithe. But wait with the Lord. 
our love gift this evening is our thanksgiving to the father for activating for activating for activating our priestly yes you shall repeat the prayer for thy sick and shall command a blessing it is yours in jesus name yes lord thank you lord for activating it we honor you jesus in jesus name amen Hallelujah. There was a man called John Knox. Have you ever heard about John Knox? Heard John Knox. John Knox laid under a track. <laughs> and he said, Oh God, give me Scotland or I die here. <laughs> uh, it was said about him that the Queen of Scotland said, I fear nobody in this world except John Knox prayer he <laughs> said John Knox could so pray literally the plasterings of his wall begin to fall off James that's the brother of John he said by the time he was dying his knees were like the camel's knees because he spent more time kneeling down in prayer I've, I've read a, I've not read a lot of books but the few that I've read on church history and how the gospel of Jesus Christ has invaded the world and has gone far. None of them happened without prayer. None. None. And that can change. The Moravian Christians embarked on 100 years prayer marathon. 100 years. It is from that prayer that they had the Azusa Street Revival. And that was when Assemblies of God was born. Assemblies of God, Azusa Revival was in 1905. Assemblies of God came in about 1913. Assemblies of God was formed. That's why it's called Assemblies of God, not Assemble of God. Because 300 ministers came together with their congregations to form Assemblies of God. Through those things. That other churches came. Pentecost, all of them. 100 years prayer marathon for a revival. People of God, no, the kingdom has never advanced without prayer. So in this month, God has told his seven that we are expanding this year. And it's beginning the, after the fast. Our, our, our main is intercession. God is up to something. God is up to something. Hallelujah. I said God is up to something. People of God, you might be small in size. But if you are great in prayer, your weight on the outside does not matter. You carry much power. Lord, stay up our prayer life. Yes, Lord. We receive it. We receive it. Uh, do you know that a sister who prays well, who intercedes well? Oh, no. Any brother who is a fly cannot come around you and propose. Oh, they can propose. How they propose? I, 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 I. No problem. I'm just greeting you. I'm telling you. The key, the key to choosing the right man is prayer. Man, you, do you believe that? We don't believe it. It's my skill. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I mean, if you know, um, um, you know, now Messi. You know the husband, Reverend Sinclair. I think, I think they said their last born. You know, the, the father prayed uh, even before they were all born. So each of them has a unique testimony as they were growing. If one of them cried, there, 
From kindergarten till this date, Omuntu and Fisda. And you've seen the father before. Sometimes, when I stand in a place, I was in this church just yesterday. The church there, that green church there. I realize that sometimes when I stand in a place to minister and I see God's power flow, I know that this one day is not my prayer. It's my father. <laughs> I could tell. God said, no, this one there. No, no, no. It's not me. It's come from somewhere. One day I was going to preach somewhere in one big church in Kumasi and I called daddy on phone. So I'm about to preach. He said, in the name of Jesus, go and release grace. Amen. Ah, that day, that church has the registrar of KNUST, has the vice chancellor of KNUST, has senior lecturers of KNUST in that church. And I was done. I preached for three days. When I was done, the professors told the pastor, bring him back. Hey, professors. The prayer of a father, go and release grace. Period. You will pray your generation to greatness. We will pray this ministry to greatness. We will pray Ghana into a solution. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are blessed and highly favored.